0: Hello, everybody. You're listening to So Many Sequels. I'm Josh. I am the one and only Andrew Nichols.
1: Wow.
0: <laughs> the one and only. Okay.
1: Hey, feeling feisty. I'm Garrett. You get no last name from me, sirs and ma'ams. Whoa, okay.
0: All right, then. <laughs> this week on the show, we are talking about Ralph Breaks the Internet, the sequel to 2012's Wreck-It Ralph. But before we get into that, it's been a busy week. It has. I think we just wrapped up Thanksgiving.
2: Mm-hmm. Hope
0: everybody I'm, had a good one.
2: I'm still under a turkey coma.
0: Yeah. What was your favorite? What's your favorite like Thanksgiving dish?
2: Oh man, that's a tough one. It's either mashed potatoes, stuffing, or pumpkin pie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which
1: I have Get one it? in my freezer right now. I'm trying to think. I don't know, man. It's hard to. It's hard to. It's hard to do that. Mm-hmm. Like
0: it is because I like it all. It just
1: all goes together. Like basically, the way my plate looks is like a blended mess of food. Yeah. So sometimes I don't know what I'm eating until it gets into my mouth, mm-hmm. and it, and sometimes it's multiple different things. Mm-hmm. Um stuffing's always good. My mom makes a really good broccoli casserole that's mm-hmm. quite yummy. hmm Uh yeah. Are, okay. I like the I'm a I'm a side I mean I like turkey and whatnot is good. But I like sides. There's just so many sides.
0: Yeah, I think my favorite is uh is the is the the dressing, the stuffing, yeah. whatever you call it. Because it really is like the only time of year I get to eat it. Yeah. yeah. Again, you know, you <laughs> eat mashed potatoes anytime. Yeah. Um, well, hot well, like, rolls, turkey, all that. But dressing and stuffing—that stuff only comes out on the
2: holidays. Yeah. I like it. Now, is there any one food that you don't like?
0: I don't care for cranberry sauce. I know that's a big Thanksgiving staple. Mm i I'm not a big fan. green bean casserole. I don't
2: like that. I was going to say, big green bean casserole is just not on the list for me. It's I think it's
1: gross. That's it. I usually don't eat sweet potatoes, but that's usually because it's, like, the by the time that I get to it, my plate's already full, and I don't want to, yeah. like, shove a whole bunch of other stuff and run that risk, and I so do. I don't ever throw it on there. It's not like I don't like it. It's just of all of the other things, it's the last thing that I want to put on my plate, and usually there's no more room.
0: I do have that problem, too. Do y'all have the, the sweet potato casserole with the marshmallow and all that? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's good still got some leftovers in the fridge that I ate it for lunch it might also be dinner (laughs) just because I'm thinking about it and because I want it gone
2: (laughs) one of my friends made instead of we just had he had brown gravy but he also had something like a like fajita gravy fajita gravy whatever it was it was it was like a white gravy it tasted like chicken fajitas Woo! And I put it on my mashed potatoes, and it was... Did
0: you put any was, on the turkey? Because I bet that's good. If you drizzle
2: that on the turkey. I put a little bit of it on the turkey.
0: I put gravy on my turkey. It's I, good.
2: It just... Man, that lit up my world like the 4th of July.
0: Mm, 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 mm.
2: It was good. Mm. Good, 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 good,
0: good. Yeah. Now
2: I'm getting hungry thinking about all the food. Yeah, I want pumpkin pie.
0: I know, right? The only thing... After 2 days of, of Thanksgiving food I finally just ordered Mazio's so I could eat something different. So <laughs> what I had Thursday night. No, Friday night, Friday night.
2: Anyway. Last night I it, had spaghetti meatballs. <laughs> the, homemade, mind you, homemade spaghetti meatballs.
0: The days after Thanksgiving are hard like is- food-wise cuz you're just <laughs> you're full at all times and you still have Thanksgiving food but you just desperately want something else anything else yeah. so yeah i've had mazios and and one mcdonald's trip last night and other than that it's just been turkey city
1: you should make a sandwich with all your stuff like get up, get get some bread put some stuffing on it put some turkey on it but whatever else mashed potatoes on it and just make it like that's a sandwich.
0: what i think i might do with my dinner it's just is just scoop the plate onto bread
1: <laughs> and eat it that way
2: monsters last year you saying last year i had a whole plate of Whole plate of leftovers, and I was going to eat it right afterwards. And I only had one plate, because there was only one plate left. And then, just as I took it out of the microwave, it slipped out of my hand and
1: onto the floor. Man. And that was a buzzkill. Take a sandwich, and then if you have it, just dip the whole thing in gravy, like a oh, like a Philly dip. Oh, yeah. Like a Philly dip. Then they dunk that whole thing, and then as you just dunk that whole thing My mouth gravy. is legit watering. Yeah.
0: Hey, do y'all watch any movies
1: um, on Thanksgiving? A couple.
0: Yeah, yeah. what did you watch?
2: Did I watch? Um, watched record, uh, this? Oh yeah, you uh, Yeah, yeah, we saw
0: this movie the uh, the day before Thanksgiving.
2: Yeah. Um, let's see. What else did I watch? I watched uh, <laughs> Coneheads. So- you watched the Coneheads. <laughs> I love Coneheads. Yeah, it's a good one. Coneheads and and a little bit of Maverick. I love that movie. Uh, I love that movie and the show.
0: I think I didn't watch any movies on Thanksgiving. I think the only one I saw was. Was this weekend when we uh, we watched El Camino Christmas on on Netflix, which was kind of a surprise. Mm-hmm. I guess it came out last year. I never heard of it until we saw it on Netflix, and it's got uh, Dax Shepard and Tim Allen and uh, <laughs> the dad from that that seventy show. I always forget his name. Yeah,
1: Vincent D'Onofrio. Vincent
0: D'Onofrio. A whole bunch of people. It was a weird, like, kind of. Uh, you saw Red Action comedy, dark comedy. Yeah, Red Foreman. Okay, whatever his name is in real life. It was weird. But that's it. Yeah, there's other not than, many uh, Thanksgiving movies. Planes, than like, Trains, and no. Automobiles
1: is like the only one that that's, I know for sure is the like Thanksgiving movie. There is another one I
2: can think of that I watched just before Thanksgiving, and it was uh, Dutch movie Dutch. And if you don't know what that is, you should look it up. It's a, it's a Johnny. It's a movie written by John Hughes and stars Ed O'Neill. And there, there are two kids. There are two people trying to get to trying to get home for thanksgiving hmm. well wow. it's, really, it's actually really good it's very touching Hmm, interesting It's a john hughes movie that nobody knows about. yeah it
0: sounds like it okay i'll have to check that one out
2: i'll let you borrow
0: it all right of course you do of course you own it
2: well that's a uh,
0: that's a, a little thanksgiving recap let's talk about the movie now the, the main the main attraction of the week ding, ding. uh wreck it ralph it's you know it's not actually called Wreck It Ralph. It's uh, just no. called Ralph Breaks the Internet. Yeah. So it's not Wreck It Ralph two by title, but it's the sequel. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ralph Breaks the Internet came out this week. Uh, just just the last the day before Thanksgiving, had a big weekend. We'll talk about the box office later though. In this one, Ralph is back with his uh, little racer friend Vanellope. They are still living the good life in the arcade, hanging out every day, having fun racing. Going through all the games, they play Tron a little bit. (laughs) Just life is good until one day, something happens to Vanellope's Sugar Rush game. And Ralph and Vanellope have to leave the comfort of the arcade and go into the internet to try to save the day. That's the basic gist. This movie is brand new, so I I was going to try to avoid spoilers, but they may slip, so this is your warning. That they may slip, but yeah. we'll try.
1: Oh, I was going to dive right in. Oh, spoilers. you were? Yeah.
2: I okay. mean, we got to have a discussion
1: about it. You can, though. Yeah.
2: Who is the one person who dies?
1: <laughs> all of them. Oh, man. Yeah. yeah. The explosion. Yeah.
0: All right.
2: Oh, yeah, that's right.
1: Rips them to shreds. And mm-hmm. all the zombies.
0: Oh, well, whatever then. Then, <laughs> then this is your spoiler warning, and it'll happen whether you like it or not.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, if you're going to be intentional with it, like, I was just going to talk about the movie. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. I'd rather just give him a flat... Spoiler,
0: Spo- spoiler, then yeah. spoiler alert, spoiler alert. So, what do uh, we think of this movie?
1: I very much enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. So, I last week when we covered Ralph breaks or Wreck It Ralph, I said there was something that held it back for me. There was just something that was like it was a good movie and I enjoyed it, and I still can't really identify what it was that was being that was that was missing. But whatever was missing in that one was found in this one, and I think that. I preferred this one to the original. Yeah. I liked the message. I liked that they focused on Vanellope because there really wasn't much else you could do with Ralph as a main point of focus. Um, I liked them traveling into the internet as video game characters who have never been a part of this and seeing this whole community and, and the way they portrayed the internet world on screen was very creative and very funny, and I I thought it really worked, depending on the websites or wherever that you went. I thought they did a really good job portraying all of this than they did the first one.
0: Yeah, I gotta say, I think I enjoyed it more than the first one too, and that was one that I liked quite a lot. It's just, I think it was a little funnier, and I felt a little more attachment to the characters and what they were going through this time. Then I did in the first one, you know, in Ralph Breaks the Internet, Ralph has to... D- insecurity is a big theme in this movie. Ralph has to deal with his insecurity of being Vanellope's best friend and her hero, understanding the fact that she needs to be able to live her own separate life and know that they can still be best friends. So he has to deal with that. Vanellope has to deal with her insecurities in... Um, that she wants to find more li- out of life and chase her dreams. And she's a little scared to leave Ralph and the others behind, but it's it's her dream to do that. And I thought that was something that everybody deals with and everybody can identify with. So I just feel like I connected to it a little more. It was a bit more heartwarming and heart-wrenching at times than the first
1: yeah, you don't see a movie tackle like insecurity as a main message. Like not you see, so much. Like you see aspects of insecurity, but this one straight up tackled insecurity and feeling these things and, and worrying yourself to a point to where you're causing problems not only for yourself but for other people around you. And I thought that it was a nice message to take away that things will be okay. You just have to believe and you have to have faith in it. And that is the the whole insecurity thing is not something I've seen before. So,
2: <clears throat> I liked this movie. Mm-hmm. I thought it was really good. I will be the f- probably the first one of this group to admit that <laughs> I had trouble in the beginning. Okay. And the reason why that is is because I think it started off started off fairly well, but there was for me anyway. It took a while for me to actually like get involved in it i didn't really get involved in it really until about the halfway point well part of the reason why i missed it was because the audience that i was sitting with was very annoying Mm. granted i know it's a kid's movie it's all good (laughs) but everyone in that theater was coughing their lungs out Ah. but all in all i think uh the topic the topic of insecurity is handled very well in this and I think they do a great job fleshing out the internet. I love how the internet is is portrayed because there's really no one way to portray the internet. We we've seen graphics before, we've seen animations, but never something like this and I think this is pretty easy for kids as well as adults to comprehend. But also, I think what what lies in store with this is like the maturity of the characters the maturity of Vanellope and even the maturity of Ralph. And what I like about this mainly of, of all is that it, it really tugged at my heartstrings whenever, uh, whenever Ralph had to let her go. Mm-hmm. And to me that really just hit home. And the reason why that is, is because it just speaks volumes in terms of, in terms of like uh Great heart that these movies seem to have. These movies have actually done it. They're not any. They're not just run-of-the-mill Disney movies. So, all in all, I will say that this one is. I don't think is better than the first, but it damn sure ain't no, damn sure ain't no slouch. It's not. A, <laughs> it's not worse than the first. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I would agree with that. So. To in conclusion of my <laughs> hypotheses uh, <laughs>
0: thank you for coming to my TED talk <laughs> uh,
2: no all in all I found this movie to be highly enjoyable uh, a lot of tongue in cheek stuff uh, tongue in cheek writing and whatnot, um, and most of all there's just uh, there's just it's an all around good time that's
0: yeah. how I'm going to end it. Okay, that that's sounds my, good.
2: That's my story and I'm sticking to it. Let's
0: talk about the internet and how it's portrayed. Okay. So Ralph and Vanellope travel through the electrical cord like like they do yeah. to the other games. They travel in the electrical cord into the Wi-Fi router. And then when the router is activated, they are like zapped into the, uh, the power lines outside until they get like shot up into the cloud. And then we see the internet which is shown to be like this huge metropolis and each website is its own huge building google had the biggest building i think it was huge yeah yeah you know. there was a uh, we we they actually spent quite a bit of time inside ebay i remember seeing facebook in there and snapchat
2: i saw disney Di-
0: yeah there's a whole scene dedicated to uh, ohmydisney.com yeah which i think is a disney website if,
2: it's if not i'm not it is mistaken now.
0: It's like a fan blog, but Disney makes it. Don't make no mistake. <laughs> so it was neat, and it, I, do, I do think, like you said earlier, it makes it easier to comprehend. You're traveling to all these different types of buildings, and those are the websites. Google, or not Google, the search engine was a fella named Knowsmore, who was like a bookish encyclopedia guy. Who you tell him what you want, and he looks it up, and then he zaps you to it, and you get you, you zap into a little car, and off you go.
1: Yeah. Well, and I liked. A lot of the things that they did were nods to the... So my concern was that they were really going to overplay all of the internet culture. And I don't think they did. I think they gave subtle nods to a lot of different things in a really good way. So like Nosemore, for instance, anytime that you started talking to him to try to find information that you were looking for, he would just shout back at you you, like he's filling it in, like how Google has their autofill, even if it's not (laughs) what you're looking for. Yep. I really liked that, but it was a subtle thing. Even though it was a pretty, like, obvious thing. It, they didn't harp on it too long. And that was my fear, was that they were going to harp on a bunch of different things. They brought up cats and how cats are a big thing on the internet. But it was just a hot second. Um, one thing that I really enjoyed was they didn't understand... Vanellope and Ralph didn't understand the concept of money. Yeah. So they went to eBay to buy the broken steering wheel for the Sugar Rush game and have it sent to the arcade... <clears throat> And they were like, well, I think you just shout the biggest number. So then they started shouting thousands and thousands. like 20, I think 27,000 is what they eventually got to. And they were like, okay, now we need your credit card. So then they had to go find a way to make money. Uh, they find an ad, one of those little pop-up ads that was like, get rich quick, playing video games. Yeah. And it was sketchy and sketchy and sketchy. And then eventually, through a roundabout way, they find this thing that's essentially YouTube, and Ralph becomes a big, giant internet... BuzzTube. BuzzTube.
0: BuzzFeed and YouTube. Yeah. He mashed. becomes
1: a big, giant internet meme getting in all of the viral trends going around. You see him doing a bunch of unboxing stuff. B puns were a big thing, which I don't know if that's an actual internet culture thing or if that's just something funny that they did, but whatever, it worked. They put his face on the screaming goats. I don't know. They did a lot of... They gave nods to a lot of things without putting too much emphasis on it. And I thought that was really, really smart.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And then the whole section where Ralph feels like everybody loves him and this is what he's always wanted. He's always just wanted to be loved. And people love him. And then he wanders into the comment section and oh, and they talk about... That's a That's a pretty good message that they bring you is like this... They talk about the internet being a place where people feel like they can say whatever they want without any abandonment. And that's really upsetting, but true. And they really kind of emphasize, don't listen to it. You have to believe in you. What you're doing is giving more people fun than, than frustrated or anger. So never read the comments. And that's something that you should always do. Never read the comments. Yeah, that's just a good life lesson. Yeah.
0: Never read the comments. Never leave a comment.
1: <laughs> yep. Sure.
0: Unless it's like your friend's post that's different, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. You can read those comments most yeah. of the time. <laughs>
1: yeah, I thought that was funny. Uh, favorite scenes? Uh, The entire Disney thing was just super fantastic. They go to the My Disney area, and there's this whole Star Wars section where they have, like, I don't remember what scene it is, but they are trying to hide... And they have the Star Wars music. The Stormtroopers are chasing them down. Vanellope runs into a room of Disney princesses. Yeah. Which is just wonderful. The fact that they put uh, the entire princess culture on blast is pretty great. Mm-hmm. They talk about how they do all of these stereotypical things. Um, I like <laughs> that they try to get Vanellope to sing a song for her to realize what she wants out of life. And... <laughs> because that's something that most disney princesses have. Uh it was just really funny to see them make fun of themselves.
0: What was the uh what was the quiz that they were taking? It was like a which it's was like
1: a, a, buzz, a BuzzFeed which disney princess are you kind of a thing.
0: Yeah, I'm going to see if I can find that.
1: Do you want to take a disney princess quiz?
0: Yep. I'm going to take it right here. Okay, here it is. I know oh my disney. Oh boy. Cool. Which disney princess are you? So let's just uh Let's just do
2: this.
0: (laughs) Let's do it. My favorite weekend activity is curling up with a book, exploring a farmer's market, cooking, putting up my feet, anything outside, a walk in the woods, alone time, or hanging with friends. I'm going to put hanging with friends. I'm not going to read them all anymore. I'm just going to pick the one I picked. There's way too many. The animal who will lead my inevitable royal parade would be a tiger. The most important quality I look for in a prince is... Ooh, this is a tough one. Oh, no, it's not. I, I don't need a prince. prince. <laughs> <laughs> my favorite place to burst into song is going to be um, on the go. My favorite hairstyle, uh, practical. Someday I want to be a writer. In one word, my style is hmm, functional. Yeah. I live in a apartment. <laughs> it's 4 p.m. That means it's time to, uh, in reality, it's probably have a snack. <laughs> so I'm going to go with that. My favorite color of the following, uh, I like that blue, <laughs> I am snow white. All right. Your big heart and sweet temperament allow you to make friends easily. We bet you have at least seven BFFs. Just remember, no mysterious apples for you. So that was funny. Nice. That was a funny part. I'll, yeah,
2: I'll have to take that quiz later.
0: Yeah. yeah, I'll send it to both of you. Okay. Yeah, there's a part in the movie where it's like a, it's almost like a, uh, a uh, event, like a show, mm-hmm. where they've brought a, the the user on stage and they're taking the quiz live in front of an audience. It was really funny.
1: Yeah, and then I liked at the end when stuff is happening and the Disney princesses are there to help Vanellope, and they go oh, look, a man in need of rescuing. And then the women saved the damn day. It was so good. I just, I really enjoyed everything they did. And then they took a shot at uh, Pixar for Brave (laughs) because all these Disney princesses are hanging out and doing all this thing. And then you got Brave and she comes in with her uh, Scottish accent and you couldn't really understand. And Vanellope goes, what did she say? And the other princesses goes, We don't know. She's from the other studio. And I was like, oh, shots fired. I don't know. That whole sequence was great. That was funny.
0: I agree. That was probably my favorite part. And and like the sub part in it that I enjoyed was Vanellope is trying to convince him that she is a princess. So they list all the things about like, do do men feel like they have to save you? Uh, Yada, yada, yada. And the one thing that she hadn't ever done was burst into song yeah. at like a meaningful time in her life. And so they told her, you just need to look for water. You just need to stare into water and it'll come to you. So that played out throughout the movie until finally it does hit her and there's this huge musical moment where she's staring into the water and then suddenly starts singing and has a whole awesome, meaningful little song and she finally becomes a full, a full Disney princess.
1: And it was like... The slaughter race is a thing that comes yeah. up. And it was a lot a of hilarious it was song. in slaughter race. And so there was like explosions and crazy. It was really funny. Yep.
2: What was your favorite part, Andrew? My favorite part... There's two of them. Um, my, favorite, my favorite part would be... Uh, whenever they're in the slaughter... Whenever they're in the slaughter race. I think that's what it's called. Um, whenever they're in the slaughter race and... Like they're that like they're sitting, like her and whoever that like the head person is there, who's played by Gal Gadot, by the way. Yeah. And uh, Shank. What, Shank. Thank you. And they're out. Shank you is what we like to say here. <laughs> <laughs> um. And they're out there, and and like she makes, Vanellope makes friends with Shank. I like that. I like that a lot. My second one is is when we see, um. We see a very, very small glimpse of Stan Lee. May he rest in peace. Yes. Yes, there was a Stan Lee cameo. There was a in Stanley Stan Lee cameo. In
0: the Marvel part of the of the oh
2: dot com. Yeah. Yep. It's good stuff. So yeah, I mean that's that's really what I that's really what I took away from it.
0: Yeah. She uh, Vanellope falls more and more in love with Slaughter Race because part of her problem with Sugar Rush is it is so it's become so easy for her. She knows the tracks like the back of her hand and it's just she it's not a challenge for her anymore and slaughter race is cool because it's action-packed it's high octane there's violence everywhere vanellope is a weird little little girl uh she doesn't know any of the tracks the people there are cool so she wants to stay there so ralph is really upset about this he doesn't want to lose his best friend to another game especially one that's so dangerous was anybody on ralph's side during this nope no yeah i didn't think so it's one of those times where like yeah i get your concern but dude, you can't do that. You gotta let people do what they wanna do.
1: Yeah. Well, and I think that, you know, I, they talk, they made it a point to talk about how Ralph's ideal day was to hang out with Vanellope because they're best friends. He goes to work, he goes to tappers after work, and then he does the whole thing over and over and over and over and over again. And Vanellope was, she's been a glitch this entire time. And so, for an, for her... She's got something different It's it's not wired in her to be that way. Mm-hmm. And so the slaughter race is this big open world. And you s- get introduced to these characters in it as bad murderer people. And then once the game is done, and Vanellope kind of shows that she can race, which I think it's very funny to see this sweet, innocent little girl in this violent area, but she holds her own. And Shanks becomes a really good friend to Vanellope. And I think that plays again to Ralph's whole insecurity thing because he doesn't want anybody else to possibly take away what he and Vanellope have. And that is what really starts this entire insecure Ralph situation. He eventually uh, goes and finds a virus to unleash in Slaughter Race to bring the whole thing down. Yeah. And it works, but in essence, the virus escapes and it takes over the entire internet. And it becomes the Wreck-It-Ralph virus. They spread like wildfire and Vanellope finds out that Ralph unleashed the virus. They don't want to be, she's mad at him. And that just really makes this virus of insecurity even bigger and bigger and swarms and takes over the whole internet until he comes to his realization and then the virus dies
0: yeah it's really messed up
1: it is it's deep yeah
0: well he, you, you know he, his virus nearly kills vanellope because the game resets when it detects the virus and since she's not part of the code it would have totally erased her completely mm-hmm. so uh, yeah he just didn't He's not a smart man. Well, I, uh,
1: I liked the way the virus worked too, because again, it played on insecurities, this entire thing. So, when Vanellope was in Slaughter Race, the virus, the way it works is it, it searches for insecurities as something to scan and exploit. So, her glitch is spotted by this virus and it scans her, and she was at like 30% insecurity. And I really liked that because it was Yeah, a little insecure, but everybody's a little insecure about things. Yep. And then when it escapes, it finds Ralph and it says that he is one hundred percent (sighs) insecure. Yeah.
0: And that is totally just multiply like crazy.
1: Yeah. And it's just it it's another it's a really clever way, again, to highlight the message that they're trying to send. Is that everyone's insecure. It just depends on how you treat those and handle those and act on those that makes a difference. Because, yeah. yeah, Vanellope was insecure, but even the scan that they had of her wouldn't have caused as much damage as Ralph's.
0: No. No, it was kind of unsettling the the metamorphosis of Ra- of the Ralph virus because it clones him so there's a bunch of Ralph's chasing Vanellope at first, and then there become so many Ralphs that they pile onto each other and form a big King Kong-sized Ralph made out of little Ralphs. And it was kind of weird and creepy.
2: Mm
1: -hmm. (laughs) I didn't like like it. It's like The Matrix.
0: It weirded me out a lot.
2: Yeah,
1: it did. But
0: that's good. It was a good creepy, but I didn't like it.
1: And then they eventually work it out. They figure, Ralph figures out that they're still going to be friends no matter what. And Vanellope goes into Slaughter Race. He goes back home and they talk every week and they visit each other whenever they get a chance mm-hmm. so it's you know I think it again it's another sign of like things change and it just depends on how you adapt to these changes that you can make it work and that's something to keep in mind I don't know It just, like I said whatever the first one had this that I thought was missing it really picked up in this one
0: what was everybody's favorite everybody have a favorite new character
1: I like Shank yeah I'm trying to think uh I liked the ad. He was funny. It was Bill Hader. He's uncredited, but <laughs> yeah, whatever. Yeah, uh, Spamley? was really funny.
0: Yeah, I liked Spamly. Um I like yeah, I liked him. I liked Nose more. He was pretty funny. I would probably have to say Shank too though. Yeah, I think Shank was my favorite new character. Cause I was afraid I was afraid at first that she was gonna turn into a bad guy. Shank and like yeah and because she is a her character is kind of also a bad guy right in her her video game so i was afraid she was going to try to lure vanellope away from ralph and the arcade and keep her Mm -hmm. in the game but she didn't and she actually sat her down and gave vanellope really good advice about you know you got to talk to ralph you have to tell him what you're thinking and feeling you can't just ignore him and that was nice. It was a nice surprise. I was really scared that it was going to go south for a minute. Yep. You know it, what? What? Not a lot of Felix this time around. No. Not much fix at Felix.
1: Nope. No, he didn't go. I kind of
0: thought he'd with go with him. Yeah. I kind of thought he would, like, you know, you watch Wreck-It Ralph and it's it's obvious that um, Vanellope is like Ralph's sidekick, at least in that one. But you still expect Felix to be around a little more than he
1: was. Yeah, they had that little side thing with him and Calhoun, where they had because Slaughter or because Sugar Race Rush broke, so all of these video game characters had a place to had to find a place yeah, to they stay. They were
0: homeless because he unplugged the game.
1: Yeah, and uh, Calhoun and Felix adopted all of the racers, and they're like little preteen crazy racers. And so they're they're all of a sudden the parents of, what, 15, I think is what they said? Yeah. So they have to deal with that. There's a little nods to that throughout the movie. Um, I like it at the end where they all of the racers are like, wonderful and little sweet girls now. And someone asks them, what you do? And they go, well, the key to parenting is, and then the racers whiz by and you can't hear what they say. And after they finish telling this guy, he goes, oh, man, every parent needs to hear this. And I thought that was kind of
0: funny. (laughs) Yeah, it was
1: good. That was really all that Felix served the point for. And I think that's fine. He didn't need to be in it.
0: Yeah, I think that's fine. It ended up being good. I just kind of thought he would be more. Thought he would be bigger than he was. Yeah. Uh, Let's talk about how it did at the box office this weekend. Okay. Big, big, big money (laughs) for Ralph Breaks the Internet. Uh, It delivered the second largest Thanksgiving opening ever. Wow! According to BoxOfficeMojo.com.
1: Second only to who?
0: Frozen, I think. Oh, dang. But I'm, I'm scanning it right now and reading through it. Um, Yeah, $84.5 million in its first five days of release. Yeah, this gives Walt Disney Animation Studios the top three Thanksgiving debuts ever. So that's pretty crazy. How about that? That's awesome. This is a big weekend overall. Yeah, Ralph debuted at number one. And number two is Creed 2. Um... Because Rocky still exists. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Seuss is the Grinch at number three. Number four is Fantastic Beasts, The Crimes of Grindelwald. Five is Bohemian Rhapsody. Six is Instant Family. Seven is where Robin Hood debuted. Wow. That is not good. Eight is Widows. Nine is Green Book. And ten uh, is A Star is Born, still chugging along in the top ten. That's pretty wild. That is nuts. I mean, yeah, Bohemian Rhapsody is still doing well. I mean, It's four weeks into its release. The Star is Born is eight weeks in. That's that's yeah, that's wild. Yeah,
1: all these holiday movies.
0: Yeah, it's a busy season for the movies.
1: What do we think of it? I'm gonna give it a seventy five.
0: Oh, I'm gonna give it a ninety.
1: Yeah, I think I was gonna. I was leaning towards high eighty, so I'll go eighty five. It's mid eighties, but whatever. Uh, eighty six. Whoa, audience score sixty eight. Why? I don't know. It seems really low to me. I don't believe or trust
0: anyone anymore.
1: No, that's crazy. I don't believe that. That is that is really low. Um, I don't remember what. Let me see if I can find the original. And eighty-seven, eighty-six. I don't so understand why are, it would be so much lower with audiences. Yeah, the critics are so close. Maybe because, uh, well, no, that doesn't make sense. I was going to say maybe they're older and they don't get some of the references, but the people that go on Rotten Tomatoes definitely get the references.
0: I just, I don't know. The user score on IMDb is 7.7 7 out of 10. That's, that's, that's better. That's much more, I believe that a lot more.
2: But, uh, but I should say that Record Ralph is also 7.7 7. 7. right now.
1: I just checked. That's fine. I mean, they're both yeah. they're both really good. Yeah, I'm just very surprised at how low it is for the audience score on this one.
0: No, well, people can are entitled to their wrong opinions. <laughs> That's all I can say.
1: Uh, what do we give it? How many uh, How many internet memes do we want to throw at this one? Mm-hmm. I'll give it three and a half out of five. Okay, I gave this one a four, which was, I believe, a half a point higher than one.
0: I gave it a four. Four points for me.
1: I gave it a three and a half just because, like I
2: said, it wasn't the greatest one. Well, there's only two of them. It wasn't like the best one of the two, but it wasn't the worst. No. It just is. It just...
1: Obviously, it was the worst of the two. Now, it wasn't it. Probably.
2: <laughs> but like. Uh,
0: shame on you. Shame on me. Um, Andrew's in that in that 69, I guess. That's 69%. Whatever. Well, I guess that wraps up our discussion of rec- uh, Ralph breaks the Internet. Kaboom! How fun was that? Yeah. So we're gonna we we're gonna do something different for the first time. All right. For Christmas, I say for the first time we've never done we've never been to Christmas yet in this in the history of this show. So every time is the first time. We're gonna do a different Christmas movie every week leading up to Christmas, in the month of December. Not
2: necessarily a sequel.
0: Nope. Kind of like how we did with the Halloween movies in October. Except this time, we're going to do not a series. We're going to do a series of movies. And I'm not going to tell you what all of them are. I think we can still give you a little bit of suspense every week and tell you one at a time what we're going to do. But I will tell you that next week, we're going to kick off our Christmas month with Home Alone.
2: Home Alone! All right. Yep. Somewhere in my memory.
0: Yes, the original Home Alone, the first Home Alone, starring Macaulay Culkin, Joe Pesci, and uh, what's what's Marv's name?
2: Uh, Daniel Zach- Daniel Stern. Yes,
0: Daniel Stern. And
2: Catherine O'Hara.
0: Catherine O'Hara.
2: Kevin! <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's my favorite part of hers. Kevin! <laughs> I'm excited to talk about it. I'm excited to see it. Um, we're going to see it in a unique way coming up uh, in the next few days. The Tulsa Symphony is putting on a concert performance of the movie. They're going to be doing the, the score to the film live while it's being shown on the big screen at the Tulsa Performing Arts Center. So we are going to go see it that way, which will be fun. We're never, a, I, you know, a, so None of us have seen that movie quite that way before. So it'll give us a different perspective. And I'm sure we can talk about that a little bit after we see it. And it's just going to be fun. There's so many great quotes from Home Alone and classic scenes and just hilarity all around. Um, I'm
2: excited to watch it. Oh, man. This is going to be a good time. Yep, and it's going to be nice going to going to something like this because it's it you get to hear an audience reaction to the movie. Yeah, and, and I it, it, this if, if anything, like that's that's like one half of going to the movies It's just kind of being part of the. It's an experience. It's yeah. an experience
0: when you got a good crowd who's really engaged and yeah. the the funny parts make everyone laugh and the mm-hmm. the shocks make you gasp. Like that's what I love about the movies is yeah. the shared experience.
2: And and everybody everybody here is everybody here is is obviously loving the movie just as much as you. So yeah, it ought to, the energy ought to be pretty good. We yeah, gotta, I think so. I mean, they and Tulsa Symphony has done this at least twice to my knowledge with. Uh, the first two Harry Potter movies, mm-hmm. you know. From I've never been to them. Uh, one of us in here has been to one. So, and how was it?
1: It's fun. Yeah. Uh, w- when people start getting interactive, okay. I don't know what they're going to do with Home Alone. Home Alone, you can't really do that. I mean, you can really because I would
0: argue you could do it yeah, better. You think say, so? Cause I mean, yeah, because there's there's depends. much more laugh points. It's, yeah. a, it's a
2: comedy.
1: Yeah. Well, I guess with the cheering, and so whatnot, much of uh,
0: so much of Harry Potter is just sitting there watching it
1: happen. Yeah. Yeah, it's been a long time since I've seen Home Alone anyway, so maybe it's just not in my memory bank as fresh as Harry Potter is. But, yeah, I mean, one would assume that it's the same premise of where you can go and cheer and hoop and holler and have fun. It's going to be a fun time. It's going to be a fun time. I can't
0: wait. Christmas is my favorite time of year, Mm -hmm. and we're going to have fun talking Christmas movies with you guys every week. So we'll be back next week with Home Alone. You can find us online in the meantime at facebook.com slash so many sequels pod. And on Instagram, just search so many sequels pod there, too. You can listen to us and tell your friends to listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play Music, and SoundCloud. We'll be back next time.
2: We'll see you on the internet. (laughs) Oh, that's true, because
0: we will.